Hello, hello, hello. I'm Jan Goldstein, and this is All That Matters. Who are the heroes in your life? There are those we meet, and those we learn about from someone else, perhaps close to us, or we see them in the media, or we read something about them, and they flip the way we look at life. I'll tell you about one such person in just a minute. Again, greetings to everybody. Thank you for checking in with All That Matters on a weekly basis. Top 5% of global broadcasts, we understand. And we're so thrilled you listen to our weekly podcast. I would ask you this week, tell someone about our podcast. Someone in your family, a friend, an acquaintance. And share the way we reframe some subject every week to look at life, to find the good stuff, because we're all entitled to the good stuff in life. And that's what this podcast is all about. Once again, check out jangoldstein.com. Check out the books, check out the podcast, check out the blog, and thank you. This week, I want to tell you about Ruby D the legendary actress. Ruby Dee's actual name was Ruby Ann Wallace. Even though it felt as if Dee was married to the late, brilliant actor Ossie Davis forever, he was actually her second husband. You may know her as an actress whose film credits include the Jackie Robinson story, A Raisin in the Sun, Buck and the Preacher, Do the Right Thing, American Gangster, She was a remarkable African-American actress, American actress, woman of valor. Dee was born in Cleveland, but she always considered a native New Yorker. She considered herself a native New Yorker. She was raised in Harlem. And playing the piano and violin, reading literature, writing poetry is how she described spending the majority of her childhood. Dee's father and stepmother wanted her to fully absorb the cultural explosion that was happening at that time, which, as many of you know, was called the Harlem Renaissance. And even though she had a commanding persona and a powerful voice, Dee was diminutive at only five foot two. She was a graduate of New York's Hunter College in 1945, 1944, and she obtained a degree in French and Spanish. And then in 65, Dee became the first black actress to perform lead roles at the famed American Shakespeare Festival in Stratford, Connecticut. She wowed audiences with her portrayals of Kate in The Taming of the Shrew and Cordelia in King Lear. Yes, this was in the mid-60s during the civil rights movement, and here was a black actress doing Shakespeare. And more often from that point, that would become the case, but it took an actress like Ruby D to just break down the walls. She and uh, Ossie Davis, who she would later marry, and many of you know Ossie Davis from his many remarkable performances, uh, including um, Do the Right Thing, Spike Lee's uh, great great 89 movie 
but they years ago, back in the 50s, um, she played the defending angel in a play called The World of Shalom Aleichem. And she really got to know her fellow Jewish uh, actors alongside uh, these two wonderful black actors. Uh, and for uh, that experience, she said, you know, the role in the world of Shalom Aleichem was unlike any one she had ever had before. That was created by writer Arnold Pearl and director Howard De Silva, and who had sought to put themselves and other blacklisted artists back to work, a company that included Morris Karnofsky, Sarah Cunningham, Jack Guilford. And it was, she said, this was the first play not primarily about African Americans that she had done. And Davis and Dee both created the Yiddish, uh, credited the Yiddish humor that they were exposed to in the world of Shalom Aleichem uh, and learning in that play that in any role, quote, you have to know how you get there, unquote, and be able to repeat it. You have to know how you get there. An actor has to unlock the secrets of a character and know how can I play that because they're going to play it maybe for days and weeks and months and maybe years. How do I get inside that character? That's Ruby D, getting inside her character. Perhaps you've seen her also um, because she was the master and he was the, uh, she and Ossie Davis were master and mistress of the ceremonies at the 1963 March on Washington. So if you've seen any film of that and Martin Luther King, of course, great speech there, that was Ossie Davis and Ruby D helping to lead the civil rights movement. Um, she goes back uh, to talk about her, her play, The World of Shalom Aleichem. She said, unlike her castmates, Davis and D were not officially blacklisted, but still authorities with subpoenas came looking for them while they were upstate New York with a touring performance. So they hid backstage under a heap of clothes and some big wicker baskets and were never served. How do I know about this? What's my connection to Ruby D? Well, I was connected to Sarah Cunningham, who was married to a dear friend of our family's, John Randolph. And John, you might have seen in a number of uh, movies. Uh, and um, uh, he, many of Jack Nicholson's movies, other films, uh, John. And I was, uh, John Randolph, by the way, had been blacklisted. Um, and, uh, she had also acted with, uh, Ruby D and became close friends. And some years ago I was at her apartment, uh, in Los Angeles and she shared with me, um, John, her husband, John Randolph was, uh, going to star in a reading of a play. I had just won the UCLA national playwriting award and, uh, for a, a play I'd written about the conflict in Ireland called only the leprechauns and uh, while we were preparing for that reading sarah shared with me details of her work with ruby d how she had been a champion of humanity how she had spoken out in washington dc on that fateful day back in the 60s and how John and Sarah had been acting with Aussie Davis and Ruby D in a play in Chicago at a time where they were 
applauded and heralded for starring in the play in Chicago, but then when it came time to go inside the uh, hotel next door and have lunch uh, at one point, they would not serve Ruby D and her husband, Ossie Davis, who were black. And the actors joined together and they staged a protest in the lobby of that hotel. And it was only after that protest that the hotel finally allowed, after newspapers were coming and so forth, allowed these wonderful black actors, these wonderful actors of any color, uh, to come and eat together. And um, so they integrated that hotel that day. And Sarah telling me this story um, just thrilled me. And she said, you know, small of stature, Ruby had a voice bigger than anyone. So here is an actress who's using her artistry, but also using her passion for human rights to um, to fight a battle for justice in this country and to integrate this country. In 63, uh, Ruby D along with Ossie Davis, founded the Association of Artists for Freedom, where they and other actors of the time sought social justice for tragic cases such as the 1963 Birmingham church bombing when four little girls lost their lives due to the racial bias and the climate, particularly in the South. Never one to let her anything keep her down, not even illness, She was nearly a five-decade breast cancer survivor. and When she was diagnosed, she underwent a lumpectomy. As as the surgeons were putting her to sleep, she uttered, Count backward? Yeah, I know the routine. I will not go under. Get knocked out. Surrender to oblivion. For her to say that, that is really her motto. I will not go under, get knocked out, surrender to oblivion. In 2008, at age 83, Ruby D became the second oldest actress to be nominated for an Academy Award. Remarkable human being. I think you may not, not all my listeners, and maybe most of my listeners had ever heard of Ruby D. But trust me, in the annals of acting, she is a goddess. More importantly, she took that artistry into the streets. She made a difference in lending her voice to acts of justice, to bringing about justice for those who had no voice. She stood up for the blacklisted when the crazies in Washington decided that anyone who had ever attended a meeting with the Communist Party, no matter where, or had ever read a socialist paper, would basically not be allowed to act or direct or to write uh, in Hollywood. What does it take to have um, a soul that deep? I can assure you that that kind of passion made her qualitatively different as an actress, but most importantly, as a human being. The applause for Ruby D has always been there and will always remain.
for those who make a difference in this world. Each one of us can lend our voice to the battle against injustice. You decide. What are you willing to lend your voice towards? And in what way does a hero in your life inspire you to make a difference? I think of Sarah Cunningham, who has passed now, and thank her for sharing her stories of Ruby D. Sarah also told me something else. She said when she would meet young female act, uh, actors and they would say they couldn't find a part or any actor said, I couldn't find a part. She said, I told them, go write one for yourself. Don't just stand there. Do something. That was Ruby D. Don't just stand there. Do something. To each and every one of us, let us raise our voice And just as Ruby said, I will not go under. I will not get knocked out. I will not surrender to oblivion. No, we're better than that. And life can be this good. Until next week, I'm Jan Goldstein. And this, this is all that matters.